impressive impressive to to witness uh, it's just this energy is uh, is like uh, passion because uh, for a while uh, he stopped actually he retired in a way and he retired all his work uh, from the companies uh, really? so no one could yep no one could uh, could uh, perform his works anymore in this episode i'm talking to ballet dancer luca corelli uh, the last time we spoke was still in lockdown. Yes. And, the, and you got engaged. And, yes. And married. No, still not married. We're planning now. We're planning wedding planners, venue. You know, oh, it's, wow. getting, uh, it's getting <laughs> there. No? But the idea, we were planning first to have it maybe this next summer in 2022. Yeah. But we want to plan it well. And, you know, uh, so maybe summer 2023. Uh, I think it's going to be in Italy, so it's going to be nice and sunny. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we're probably without masks. Yes. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, it's a few days, honestly, a few days ago, uh, during the weekend, actually, here in Oslo, all the restrictions uh, uh, basically fell down. They, they cancelled every restriction here in Oslo, so it's looking more like... Uh, what it was used to be life oh, <laughs> like more okay. like so that's uh that's nice step forward towards that yeah and the performances because i saw you um being part of this wonderful full performance um yeah, the matsek matsek uh, yeah. yes we are this has been a challenge as well because um, we started uh, in um, in august to work with him and it's a huge thing because uh, it was more than 20 years that he was missing uh, for uh, our repertoire in Norway. Um, and it's very, it feels very strange, you know, he's, he's, he's Swedish, uh, we feel very close to him. Uh, and uh, it was way too long that our company couldn't perform any of his stuff, which was a great shame. Uh, finally, after 20 years, we managed as well. I'm dancing this uh, principal part in it, uh, and it's uh, it's fantastic. There were some hiccups, of course, because uh, we started in August, and it was a very long process, uh, about eight to nine weeks. And then, unfortunately, uh, between the the COVID, and then there was a major uh, national strike here uh, in Norway uh, with theater. Uh, there was some problem with uh, pensions. Uh, so there was a big strike that unfortunately cancelled every show of Matsek, uh, which includes two of his most brilliant pieces, which are uh, Og Brahms, is called, and uh, She Was Black. Yeah. Uh, and, I, saw the uh, pictures, I saw the pictures on Facebook where, where, that you posted about She Was Black. Yeah. Uh, tell me about this production. This production, basically, as I was saying, uh, is um, consists in just these two choreographies, which is Og Brahms, and yeah. she was black. She was black is probably the more famous than the other one. Um, I'm dancing uh, the main couple, one of the main couple in the in this she was black, and uh, it's a piece where he like, like he cares a lot about it. And uh, so that's why as well was eight to nine weeks work with him because he's uh, maniacal about details and uh, everything, you know, like every 
he has a different vocabulary than normal than just what we are used to do. You know, it's not just contemporary, it's like mass vocabulary, which is very difficult to get, you know. Um, these next few days, we're gonna actually uh, film it. We're gonna make a big, uh, a big thing about this filming. And then uh, with the approval of Mats, probably we're gonna share it. We're gonna share it uh, in streaming uh, with the world, uh, which is very, very rare because he's someone extremely protective of his uh, stuff, of his material. That's why it's very difficult as well to find uh, choreograph like full length choreographies uh, from Mats uh, on YouTube or uh, you know like uh, on socials and stuff like this. Everything is super controlled. <laughs> Even the pictures are just the one that he chose, uh, the one that approved and stuff like this. And uh, this piece, She Was Black, uh, um, it's, a, let's say, an abstract piece. Uh, of course, there are characters. There is a mother, a dad. I'm, I'm playing the dad in it. Um, the mother, the dad, the young couple. Then there is uh, this big uh, part with that she was black that is this figure completely covered in this black uh, bean bag almost it looks like and she's dancing in it and it's uh, um, it's a very powerful powerful piece and I really hope like we can manage to stream and send it uh, like worldwide and so everyone can see it because it's a very powerful piece uh, it's about 35 to 40 minutes and what is the message of the piece the message is, as I was saying, is, is very, since it's very abstract, uh, it can have so many ways of reading it. There is, there is for sure love uh, in the young couple, part of the, my part of the, which is the dad and the mom, which starts the piece. Uh, it can be seen as sexual, but at the same time, a very strong uh, conflict, uh, almost on the edge of, uh, um, don't like uh, being uh, domestic uh, abusive in a in a way it's very strong it can be very uh, touching to watch and shocking in some ways uh, but of course it's not just that it's just like this old couple that they know each other so well and they know exactly how to push each other buttons you know what i mean and then there are other parts uh, where there is uh, uh, this young uh, young couple, uh, where is this more youthful love and uh, hope? Uh, there is a character that is a man in point shoes uh, that suddenly gets naked in front of the society. So it's a very sh it's shocking for the audience, but uh, it's a strong message about how, as well, society since uh, seem, um, sees like nudity, for example. Um, there are so many messages, but of course there is not a real, it's not a story, it's not a, um, a tale. So there are so many, there are so many ways that you can read and see. It's very personal, of course. And what is the reaction of, um, you said that for the audience, it's a bit shocking then, but what overall is the reaction? Do they understand the message of the piece? It's just, it's just such, um, I mean, first of all, it's uh, like they used an incredible, um, uh, an incredible music as well. Um, that now I can't remember exactly who's the composer. Uh, Grigorovich, maybe? Grigorovich? Greginsky? Uh, one of the two. 
And um, so it's incredible. It's so powerful, the music as well. And um, uh, I'm sure that like, if you watch this, uh, this powerful piece, uh, you can give yourself, uh, like it's, it's clear to see, it's clear to see some things are very clear, but of course uh, they're very up to open interpretation, your own interpretation. But uh, finally we opened up the theater um, not uh, long ago, uh, especially now with the re restriction that fell down. Uh, finally, we are we're able to have the full house and uh, like the full audience after two years, uh, and finally mm -hmm. to have the the full orchestra playing for us. So I just see, I just see um, uh, the like, the response is so well uh, from the from the audience. They're loving the piece. And I think everyone, I've been stopped a few times from people and say, oh, this made me cry or this really mm. shocked me. Yeah, because they're just, it's just different notes that can touch, you know, different chords of your soul that you can touch uh, this piece. And do you think after all this time now that you are back also and, and the audiences are back, um, that such pieces that really, uh, you know, are thought-provoking and they really deep pieces that that would be more meaningful now. Mm. After you mean the COVID? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like there are pieces, uh, first of all, it depends as well from the situation. Of course, people here, they were, they, they love to finally see Matsek after 20 years. So this mm -hmm. meant mm -hmm. the world to them, to us, as dancers, but as well, Matsek is such a huge name. So it was a big thing for Norwegian audience to finally see some Scandinavian genius coming back to the opera house and showing these beautiful pieces. So, and even more, because finally they came back to theater after yeah. two years. And uh, I feel uh, the reaction was even bigger than what it used to be, of course, because uh, they missed it. They miss it so much all around the world. And of course, I'm talking about from my point of view of living here. But uh, yeah, for sure, like some like a piece this powerful after two years of not seeing anything live. It's just such a shame. It just we have been streaming lots of things. We have been working like mad and stuff like this. This didn't change, but it's we we needed this transfer you know we needed this uh, energy to give and to receive and they needed uh, as an audience uh, the audience needed that as well they missed uh, they missed so much seeing us live and uh, it's amazing to finally be able to perform again and uh, being able to give all of this yeah how how important do you think is it uh, for the audience to be uh, or to, to understand the, the message you say there's different there's different messages in there and it's it's uh, you know uh, it's got different layers probably but how important do you think it is for the audience to understand this before they come to see it well i think uh, it's just something that you, like with pieces like this, you can't really know. It's just because they are not a story. So you, you can't even yeah. document yourself about it. <laughs> you know, it's okay. not just something like, oh, I never seen Swan Lake, but let me read uh, or Onyegin, you know, let me read what yeah. it's about. Something like this, uh, 
I don't even think on the, you know, on the program of the night, there's written what he actually wants to say. So I think it's even more special to just be there, recognize the character, recognize the story and just being, and just give your own interpretation and just, uh, just enjoy the moment. Just enjoy the moment of seeing uh, something powerful, something strong, something hopeful, some, someone in love, someone ashamed, someone naked with this powerful music. And of course there is like a choreographic genius behind that it makes it work so well. So I don't actually think it's that important to know what's about before and not, and not even actually later. It's just like which emotions brought out from you, you know? And uh, yeah, just to enjoy actually the moment is a 35 minutes piece, which goes so quickly. Yeah. And um, what is it about the choreographer that is so special for you to work with him? I mean, we are talking about probably one of the <laughs> top five biggest names ever in the dancing world, especially in the, as a choreographer, uh, especially for the contemporary part of dancing, you know, like some, um, yeah, true genius, you know, like we can put him up there with uh, um, Killian and Forsyth, uh, you know, like, like Roland Petit, you know, like <laughs> top, yeah. top. <laughs> and uh, it's always incredible for me it was incredible to work with him because we are talking about a 76 years old man that moves uh, like a 20 year old really? that it's just in impressive impressive to to witness uh, it's just his energy is uh, is like uh, passion because uh, for a while uh, he stopped actually he retired in a way and he retired all his work from the companies uh, really? so no one could yep no one could uh, could uh, perform his works anymore and because he has this enormous passion and love for what he does and this energy is incredible energy he had to come back and start choreographing again and put his work again in the world and uh, let the um, working with the companies so they could reach the top level to be able to perform his material his choreography um so yeah it's just special because i not so many people had had the honor to work with him personally and not for eight to nine weeks where he really like mold us in uh, in what he, he really wanted to see that sounds amazing and you know i think it's always wonderful to work with somebody who knows exactly what he wants Exactly. It's just, it's just different, you know, like sometimes uh, if, if you do, if you're dancing like a choreography, even from like a past genius, uh, maybe someone that is not here anymore, it's very different. You know, maybe you work with someone that worked with him or with her, but it's not the same here where you have the true source of it, you know, the, the, yeah the original idea and the, the amazing thing about him that he's still changing uh, little things, little steps, little ideas, or here just seeing on you, why don't you try this? Because I see more of this for you, you know, it's just, he's not so attached to what he originally said 30 years ago. It's just in a continuous evolution. And that's what's the beauty in it. You know, the, this passion that never dies and, uh, and uh, 
his energy at almost 80 years old uh, every day like yeah incredible incredible to see and to experience with him it sounds amazing i really hope that that you will be able to share this online or you know at some stream or something that's the plan in the next three days they're gonna be extremely tiring for us (laughs) um we're gonna have uh, yeah three shows plus the filming in the morning uh, it's gonna be three days of hell but hopefully we have an amazing uh, uh, crew for uh, filming it like almost uh, cinematic uh, quality and uh, hopefully we're gonna be able to share it with his with his uh, like consent of course we have to see what he thinks about it but uh, he was extremely happy when he left. He left after the day of the premiere, where uh, he was extremely happy. So, and he is really looking forward to work with us again, which is great. Amazing. After yeah. uh, years, it's it's an amazing gift. Yeah, amazing that he that he wants to continue now, and and work some more with you. But now I want to ask you: It's Valentine's Day today. And you are <laughs> you, and you and your fiance. She's also a ballet dancer. She's a ballet dancer in the company. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we like today. We were planned to to have some nice dinner somewhere, but honestly, with the amount of work, we actually couldn't. So mm-hmm. a week ago, we had this amazing trip uh, of uh, three four days, uh, which w- we said like this is our Valentine. So it was like oh, maybe okay. the sixth or seventh of uh, February. We had it a week before, and uh, yeah, it was uh, just a beautiful. Uh, it's called Farris Bad. It's by Oslo. It's an amazing uh, oh, wow. hotel uh, in uh, in Larvik, uh, where it's incredible. <laughs> That's amazing. But and now, how how is it for you as a couple working together like this? Uh, do you think it's good because you understand each other better? I I, I definitely love it. There are so many people that they couldn't. Uh, be with a partner 24-7, you know, just home and work. I feel there is like a level of connection and deep understanding between us because it's not just, uh, we don't understand each other just as human, but as dancers. uh, And, uh, you know, we know exactly what's the struggle in some things and we can help each other and we can see another point of view. And we trust each other because we trust each other. I and knowledge about what we do so um yeah as i said many people they might find it uh, asphyxiating like a bit yeah. uh, without uh, yeah but uh, i honestly i don't find any difficulty in it i love uh, i love to support her when she's dancing i love to support her when she's injured and uh, i love to hear her opinions when if i'm doing something that it could be better not just technically i'm te- i'm talking about uh, just life uh, in the company you know because yeah. i trust very much uh, her opinion and she trusts mine and uh, sometimes it's not easy without a pair of eyes uh, looking at you but yeah. do you do are you honest with each other in that sense or is it sometimes difficult to oh no she i'm blunt i'm like dead really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there's no other way for me. I'm very direct. I'm very honest, and uh, <clears throat> of course, you don't have to be rude. But yeah, you, I I, I'm like that's for me the biggest sign of love and honesty and friendship is to be, you know, 
like say the things how they are. And uh, sometimes, many times it happened where I said like, I don't think you're doing as much as you could, or yeah. I don't think you're doing, uh, you could do better this or like, don't find an excuse here, you know, stuff like this. Yeah. And she did the same to me. And of course, sometimes it's hard to hear. It's not easy, but calm mind. And then you're like, actually, you know, there is a person that is extremely competent here that loves me more than anything else. So you have to listen to that. And I, I love that. I love that there is this honesty. I think also in yeah in a career like that where it's you know it's very physical it's also mental and then then you have that support it must be great. But now do you kiss do you kiss each other before you go on stage? Uh, well, depends when when uh, <laughs> depends when we are if she's in the house. Of oh, okay. <laughs> course, like. Of course, if we're dancing something together, of course, yeah. for sure. And uh, it's, uh, I mean, now I don't think even they wouldn't tell us anything, even with COVID and stuff like this, you know? <laughs> but but uh, yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, uh, we love to see each other, even if I'm not dancing, I'll go behind uh, backstage before the show and, and uh, wish her good luck. And of course, I guess it's always part of the good luck. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's great. I'm I'm so glad to yeah. hear that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's that's special. That's something special that you have. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Don't think many, not many people can understand how yeah, yeah deeply we can support each other in that mm. way as well, because we understand very much what's the other one doing. Yeah. Um, but now tell me, um, Luca, uh, what would your advice now be for a young dancer coming? Uh, into the career, uh, <laughs> especially now after the the pandemic. Yes. We had we had this discussion many times between dancers, uh, and uh, we always say to each other, "My God, I honestly, if this was my first year, I would be lost." Uh, you know what I mean? I would be so. Yeah, it, it's an extremely difficult moment to start a career. Uh, even for the, not just for the people that they can't unfortunately find a job and not because they're not good enough. It's just because uh, with COVID and theaters closed and loss of money, because they try to freeze all the contracts, you know, like, oh, sorry, we don't need you anymore. Or like, we don't need any more people in the house right now. And, um, but it's mostly even just for them. Uh, even if you have a contract and you are, you're starting this career, and you dance a month and then you prepare for a show and then the show doesn't happen. And then uh, you're preparing again and then someone gets COVID. So seven days home and then maybe you get COVID and then you come back and there is like new rules in the country. So now instead of 500 people are gonna be 200. What? It's just like, is this continuous endless sense of uncertainty, which is uh, it's, it's very, very, difficult, tiring for any dancer, for me as well, but I cannot imagine for someone that doesn't have that experience mm -hmm. and just started and wants to build a career and is like, well, what should I do? Like, uh, you know, you don't build enough confidence, you don't build enough uh, um, uh, experience, which is made on stage. I mean, it's two years that we didn't perform for a full audience. You know, it's two years lost in a way. Not lost, of course, but for a young dancers, that's that's a big loss, two years. 
So a suggestion is just to just keep your head on yourself, you know, just keep working on yourself, improve yourself and uh, just whatever bad happens, because in this time, something bad can happen with contracts and COVID and stuff like this. Just don't get it. Just don't let it, uh, don't make it personal. It's not personal. It's just the world that is not working right now. Yeah. So it's nothing wrong with you. It's just work on yourself and uh, one day like if you're co like uh, uh, how you say consistent if you're yeah. consistent in what you do you will find a way again mm. yeah i think this is the, these words are very true uh you know that they it's that beginning of the career that they so um need to understand that it's not personal but that it, that it is just because of the situation. And it's just because they don't have experience, you know, it's not like exactly. that they lived three, four years of actual normal career and then they say, oh, wait, this year is weird, but it's just this season. Yeah. yeah. They have no idea. They didn't, they didn't experience that. So they're like, okay, is this the life? Yeah, is this yeah. what I'm going to have to do for 20 years, hopefully? It's, it's hard. I understand. It's very... Very very difficult, especially because dancers we stop so we stop so early, but we start so so early. So wow. some of them been in the company here. I mean, uh, I'm from 2005. I'm like what? <laughs> 2005, like a child. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's, yeah, it's hard, but uh, hopefully we are getting close to that end of the tunnel. We see a yeah, bit of I light. Think, yeah. I think so. I, I mean, I've, if I see how much is going on now on social media, you know, you start seeing people are, there are more performances and people are moving more. And yeah, so hopefully this is, this is the beginning of the end. Yes, hopefully. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talking about here in Norway, as I told you, there are no more restrictions. So mm. it looks like it's going to the right direction, at least. Uh, yeah. Hopefully. Now, uh, tell me, what is your wish for the future? For the future, here in mm. where? For the company, for me? For, your, for you, for yourself. Oh, well, I'm very, like, for the future, I just wish that we go back to what we were two years ago, <laughs> just uh, mm. as human beings, being able to just, like, uh, hug each other <laughs> without thinking about a virus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, I just want to go back to that without caring, just being uh, passionate and inspired and uh, just just living your life, honestly, without a care, just yeah. wanting to do whatever you want to do, freedom. That's what I want uh, for, uh, especially in our career where it's so artistic, you can't, uh, like we feel all in a box, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, artists uh, during this pandemic, you know, of every kind. Uh, we all felt in a box because of course we understand that that in a moment like that we were not the priority and i understand that very well when there are people dying you know what i mean but uh, that's why what i wish okay let's get the world so like back together so we can start dreaming again you know we can start dreaming with art and without caring that's true that uh, that you say start dreaming again because it's you know that we just see things outside so the pandemic. 
Yeah, it's so real. Everything is so real. And I understand, of course, it's a moment, it's an unprecedented moment in the yeah. history, in the world. Everyone has been hit in the same way. And uh, we have to make like serious and real things first. But hopefully soon uh, in the future, it's going to go back to normality. And then yeah. we can start dreaming again with uh, things that... Maybe some people, they think they're trivial, but they're not trivial because uh, we, this is part of, uh, part of who we are, you know, music, uh, dancing, painting, uh, it's, it's just too important for our soul. <laughs> yeah. Abandon. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, but look at what I also um, ask people is because I know also businesses have been, uh, going through difficult times. Do you have a shout out that you want to do for a maybe a coffee shop around where you go or restaurant, uh, your favorite restaurant uh, there in Norway? Favorite restaurant in Norway? I mean, I, there, are very, <laughs> no, there are very nice restaurants here in Norway. There is a friend of mine uh, that uh, opened this beautiful uh, Roman restaurant. Yeah. So I'm from Rome and like he actually opened the uh, a proper uh, Roman cuisine uh, original wow. here in Oslo. Uh, and it's called Campo de Fiori. It's a, it's a beautiful restaurant here in Norway, in Oslo. Mm. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to put uh, his name or his website then um, in the description of the video. For sure, for sure. He's going to be very happy. Fabio yeah. Pizzo. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's amazing. He's a very good worker and uh, I've seen him like struggling a lot during these two years, you know, yeah. with the closing and no alcohol. Yes, alcohol, but no food. Uh, three yeah. meters distance, one meters mask. You know, it's just, there's always a new rule, but uh, I follow, I followed him a lot and I always saw him like dealing with like happiness. And uh, you know what? That's the best we can do, we will do, you know, but he yeah. worked so hard, I've seen, and uh, he deserves uh, a good future. Yeah, I think if they, if I think if anybody comes through this, you know, the businesses, then they, um, then they, then they made because, because like you say, there were so many rules and so many restrictions and they had to just every time adapt to that. So um, I'm sure you'll have a good future. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. But it was so lovely again to talk to you. Thank you so much for Thank you, for giving me that your Valentine's evening uh, <laughs> <No> <laughs> to do an interview. But no um, and and uh, please remember, I want to see a, a wedding picture when you get married. For sure, for sure. Yeah. When that happens, hopefully very soon. I will. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm wishing that you have a lovely day and lovely sunshine in Italy when you get married. Thank you very much, Petra. It was lovely to hear you again. It's so lovely. Okay, speak to you again soon. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.